everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. Did you see I got to meet Tajal? Well, meet again Tajal on the weekend. Yes. How was it? It was really good. She's so lovely. Her daughter's so polite. And yeah, you know, and you just like, we always talk about like the impact that, I mean, everyone, but like, especially mums will have on their, well, it doesn't matter if it's daughters or sons, but like seeing their parents exercise, but actually like bringing them to a fitness expo and having them like sit through all the talks and be like engaged with people. Yeah, I think that's incredible. I know they obviously work out together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I love that. I absolutely love that. I've met since being a mom to Bodhi. Talking to um uh Kanshan about it this morning, actually. I I actually am like less <laughs> unfortunately for everyone, I'm less apologetic than I used to be. We were talking about something I posted on Instagram on the weekend, which got ridiculous heat, which is just ridiculous. And Wait, I- walk me through this because I saw some of it and then I was like. I don't think I know the full context and I thought I'll just ask you. So I basically, there's so many things that happen. And I've obviously been going to the gym for 12 years now and in the weight section, specifically lifting weights. And I've obviously made a career. I've been doing what I do for like what, nearly a decade. I've made a career out of teaching women, writing books, doing podcasts, having clients, having online coaching platforms, having face-to-face clients getting women in the gym for the first time ever, overcoming their hurdles and learning how to train. And I totally, totally understand. And I know more than most, you know, and Emma will agree with this from her part as well, how much of an intimidating space the gym is for a lot of women. And for a lot of women, the question is why? And there's usually one or two answers that they typically will fall into one to two categories. So it's part of Emma and my job to get women in the gym get women lifting weights because it's so important for health and more often than not it's actually what they're looking for read their aesthetic read their appearance without even necessarily knowing it so like we make a point of doing this and I'm really 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 proud of that so I'm sure you can imagine how much it pisses me off when I say that the weight section and this is something that I've seen consistently um in the last well since I've been training really The weight section is a specific area of the gym designated for a specific type of activity, just like a spin studio is designated for spin or a yoga studio is or a Pilates room. Okay, these are designated areas, but people take the fucking piss in the weightlifting room. So I was in there on on was it Saturday or Sunday? Really busy morning, late morning gym, busy as fuck. AKA dangerous as fuck. There's people throwing weights about everywhere. No one can move. You're like ants. And yet I still see on the Saturday, two girls had taken up what must have been at least seven foot by seven foot square in the middle of two benches. They'd put all of their stuff all over the benches. And what were they doing? Fucking yoga. 
in the middle of the weight section, yoga on a Saturday morning, when there's all around my gym, there is mats, there are mirrors, there are areas for people to go, there are studios, it's dangerous and you're, you're in an area you shouldn't be in, okay? Number one. Sunday, even worse, I see a woman with two sixes standing in front of the dumbbell rack, right? In front of the mirror. But like, you know, when people are like right up, you can't get around this woman, right? And she is, she not jumping from foot to foot with her AirPods in, right? Sixes in the air, doing some like round the world thing. I don't know what she was doing to the point where now people cannot get to the dumbbells. She also, for her safety, so this is dangerous for everyone. Because if you try, this bitch has got earpods in, like she can't see you, like she can't hear you. She's doing what she's doing. And not only for our safety of not getting hit in the face with a dumbbell, there's a guy on her left, big bro bodybuilder, lifting like, I don't know, somewhere in the 30 to 40 kg dumbbell chest press range, right there. There's another guy right here taking the safety bars, as you would when you're doing cleans, taking the safety bars off the squat rack and is doing cleans. She's just bouncing between them. So I'm like, you're in danger, you're in danger, you're everyone here. What are you doing? Like, this is not a step aerobics class. This is not water aerobics in the weight section. This is dangerous. A, it's annoying. B, you're taking up space. It's dangerous to you and it's dangerous to everybody else. Well within my right as a decade-long PT to say, it's annoying, it's in the way, it's dangerous, stop. I get an influx, and I'm not kidding, an influx of like at least, I would say, somewhere in the region of like 20 to 50 women. All women, like I also talked about men, by the way, and the annoying shit that they do in the gym, which is equally like unimpressive and not helpful. But all women... This post is exactly why I don't go into the gym. This post is the reason why I'm too intimidated by the gym. This is aggressive. This is mean. This is intimidating. I thought you knew better than this. I'm going to unfollow you now, both on my DMs and my comments. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> and this is what I mean about having Bodhi. A few years ago, I would have deleted this. I would have taken it down. I would have said, I'm really sorry. You're my clients. You're my people. Get in the gym. Weightlift. I didn't mean to offend you. No, I'm sorry. Bullshit. You'd, I'm sorry. You, this, you are not scared to go in the gym because I've just said that you shouldn't be dancing. You should not be dancing in a weightlifting section of the gym. You should not be doing yoga in a weightlifting section of the gym. That's not the thing that's standing in your way of going to the gym. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with me. You're not going into the gym for a completely different reason. Again, it'll be one of two based on our experience as coaches. I know what they'll be because we do this all the time. Thousands of women who come to us have never set foot in there before. We know what they are. It's not because you can't fucking dance. You didn't think it was Pineapple Studios. You didn't think it was a yoga studio. You know what it is when you go in there. And that's not why you're scared to go in there. And you know what really annoyed me? What really, really annoyed me was I was laying in bed like, I, can you tell? Can you tell? I'm like, I haven't been this wound up in a long time. I was lying in bed last night thinking there's something else. At first, I thought it was like, I do this for a living. I help women lift. How dare you tell me that I'm telling you I'm the reason you're not going in there. I'm not. And I do a really good job. And then I was lying there and I was thinking, there's something else. What is it? And I suddenly realized if I were to take my Olympic bar and my weight plates into a yoga class, a yoga studio at my gym, right? Or anywhere. And everyone's mat is laid out, as we all know, at yoga. And I put my fucking bar down and I put my plates down and I'm there. I'm ready to Olympic lift. 
And the patrons and the instructor look at me and they say, no, 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 no. You can't bring that bar in here. You can't do that in here. This is dangerous. Like someone's going to get hurt and you're going to wreck the floor. No, you have to leave. And I were to then go on Instagram and be like, this is why I don't go to the gym because I was shamed. I was humiliated. I was chucked out of the yoga class. All I was trying to do is lift weights. And these women put me down. And this is why. And if I did that, everybody on Instagram, including all the women that complained to me, would 100% be like, no, you can't weight lift in a yoga class. Like, sorry, babe, this is your problem. You can't do that. Now you take the exact same narrative and you flip it and you say, actually, it's a female weightlifter who's turning around to people doing step aerobics and yoga in the weight section and says, guys, you can't do that in here. It's not safe. And what happens constantly? You're shaming us. You're the reason we don't go into the gym. You're making us feel like shit, which I don't do, by the way. My job is to do the opposite and I do it very well. Why? The narrative's exactly the same. But the type of female are flipped. Why? Because a yoga instructor is seen as soft, gentle, unthreatening, and feminine. And a female weightlifter is seen as strong, hard, masculine, and intimidating. And it's got actually fuck all to do with what I'm actually saying about the weight space. And it's got everything to do with who I am and what I'm doing when I say it. If I was a yoga instructor, I wouldn't have had to deal with that shit. And all that does to me is tell me that it's unconscious bias and unconscious sexism still prevalent in our industry. And what was when I started 10 years ago, Loose Women and Piers Morgan and This Morning asked me to go on and talk about defend my corner as to why I thought that women with muscle was attractive and not masculine. And that was the fucking debate they were having in the mainstream media. Now they know they can't have that kind of debate anymore, even though it served women and women loved it because it was body shaming other women, but it made them feel good. Now it's just a case of you make us feel shit. So we're going to make you feel like shit for making us feel like shit. And I'm sorry, it's, I I don't have, and if it wasn't for Bodhi, I was like, I don't want Bodhi growing up in a world where she looks around and is like, oh, I can't do that. So that's not fair. Like you make me, I want her to be like, oh, fuck. Like, I want to do that. How do I do it? And it actually, I just, I won't, I won't apologize for it, even though loads of people are pissed off with me. <laughs> That's my rant. Yeah, actually, I think you're exactly right. I think people want to be offended, don't they? I remember taking a bit of a stance when I worked at David Lloyd's and they were like, you need to do your children lifting in the gym thing. And it was the same thing. It was like, we had these freaking stupid, like there was some kind of rig that had like a trampoline on it. And the point of the trampoline was that you'd throw a medicine ball on it and it would bounce back. And I was like, what, you want kids to be doing all that shit while there's someone lifting weights and at the other side of the gym, the ball could just fly. I'm like, this is so stupid. And I actually, I don't actually agree with kids being in the gym. I think it's like, I think go and do some sport or, I mean, if I had a kid, the first thing I'd try and get them to do, hopefully they'd want to, is like gymnastics. I think that, like yeah. the awareness of your body, but like going into a gym, which most people are there for, kind of the sole purpose of or at least a large purpose to look a certain way I don't know I just don't think it's a place for kids like and we were talking about like 12 and under and I was like I don't think there should be kids in the gym so I'm not doing this course nor do I want to teach kids so definitely not doing this course but it was the same thing it was like it's a safety principle like they're erratic like children are erratic they might just start running around doing stuff I don't know I'm just like it's not a safe place for for kids nor is it a safe place to do step aerobics in the weights area when people lift in really freaking heavy weights and you can normally tell 
from the kind of gym you're in like how experienced someone is like for example the first gym that I worked in was like a pretty decent strength gym you would never walk in front of someone if they were lifting right and then you see in like a commercial gym like someone will be lifting like a heavy as hell deadlift and someone will just walk straight past them and I'm like you cannot do shit like that like that's that's a really heavy weight that's how people get injured yeah. but there's just like a different level of respect and and actually sometimes it's not the level of respect it's like the ignorance to know that like you wouldn't walk in front of someone if they were lifting I know and the thing the thing that kind of really annoyed me is like and Kanchan made this point today I was talking to her about it and I, I really completely agree there's one woman who is like why don't you just stop telling people what to do and let people live their lives and I'd be like okay go to the library with your boombox and your phone and start chatting and dancing when they come and tell you to leave, tell them to shut up and let you live your life. You know where you're going into. If you can't, and you know what? Another girl was like, this is the reason why I don't go in. Like, da 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 People just want to exercise. Like, I don't do any weights in the weightlifting section. I stretch and do burpees. Well, you're part, you're, you're part. <laughs> you are like, the problem, babe. <laughs> and I was like, um, I'm really sorry, but if, if, if these are the people that I'm putting off going into the gym, good go and be like how do I act in it also just a caveat to this whole thing to stop it right in its tracks and I did say this early on obviously if you're too intimidated to go into a gym dancing in front of the fucking dumbbell rack and or doing yoga in the middle of a weight section is does not apply to you you're not going to do this because you are like okay I'm in a new area how do I behave how do I act and by the way you should be asking yourself that every time you go into any new public area what's appropriate what's not how do I act like how what can I get away with what's going to hurt somebody hurt me get me arrested like figure it out do you know what I mean like I don't go to Dubai and just start straddling James like because I'm like no like this is a public area that's not what they do here and I do that in a park in London. Do you know, it's just like know what you're doing. And and I and I the thing is is that there was so much there was so much pushback. Uh, there was more support. I mean, I lie. I, it was what one percent thirty women compared to three thousand who liked the post. But it really upset me as a woman that it was all women. And I'm really sorry, but it was one of those situations where it's like, you know, this post doesn't apply to you. You're too scared to go in. So you're not worried about dancing like a fucking dickhead in the middle of loads of grown men lifting weights. You're not worried about that. It was just an excuse to blame somebody else for them having a hurdle that they were struggling to jump. And all I want people to do is to go, actually, is this coming from inside me or is it your post that's the reason I'm not going to the gym? Because it's not my post. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And then I, I think. Yeah. I want to upset people. I don't want to. I Look, it's a, it's a joke. It's an ongoing joke. Chloe loves a rant. Chloe did it. It's more than that. It's like I can't, I'm passionate about what I do. I'm very well educated in what I do. I'm very experienced in what I do. And I have no problem calling a spade a spade even if people would rather see a diamond and I put that in the post, like, even if you'd rather see something that isn't there, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to pander to the gallery. And there's too many women in our industry now who pander, who are like, Oh, okay. Well, if you're on your period, let's just stop for two weeks and read it. And it's like, well, no, why that client has got like, come on, like, come on. And I'm not that coach and I'm not that person. I'm not that woman. And I don't want Bodhi to be like that. 
I want her to see a challenge and to have it motivate her and inspire her, not make her cower and blame everyone else because she doesn't know how to do it yet. Just go get some PT sessions. Say, teach me what to do. I don't know what to do. And watch your confidence skyrocket in and out of the gym. Sorry. I also massively agree with like the, the kind of pandering as a coach. I think you see it a lot now and it tends to be like virtue signaling. I wrote about this the other day. It's like uh, the whole increase in calories all the time. Like, oh, you know, you should just fuel yourself and you'll be fine. Like, no, some some women will need to eat less calories, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's I thought not- that. I loved that post. Yeah, like it's nice to tell women that you can increase your calories, but realistically, you can't. Like a lot of women can't. And it's it, it's to do with your energy expenditure, right? Like it's not, there's nothing, I don't know, like... It, it's almost just like denying reality. Like the reality is that's how much energy you, you expend. So to be in a deficit, you need to eat considerably less than that. That's it. Yeah. it and so says it's nice to increase your calories or they feel better on higher calories. Like they might be expending more energy. That's the reality for you. But then I think that's why our clients get better results because we're real, because we're like, sure, that might be nice to hear that you can eat 2000 calories, but you won't be in a deficit unless you won't lose fat. And that's fine if that's your choice, but we're not going to bullshit you. We're just going to tell you the reality of the situation. If you want to get this goal, these are the actions that you'll need to take to get there. Mm, completely. Why would we? I'm sorry, but it's degrading all of it's degrading female intelligence. I'll lie to you because it sounds nice and you need to be wrapped in bubble wrap and stroked. No, I like what not one guy said anything like and it was just like I'm, as, a, as a woman, I'm like, you're making us look bad come on I'm sorry but I and I and maybe I'm just that kind of person but and, and you know what fuck it I'm that kind of person we're all different but I'm just like you're making us look bad you sound weak and I hate saying that because James says that to me all the time and it makes me want to put, put his head it like into the blender literally yeah but don't you think it also makes you think and you're like like you wouldn't in that moment right like I have the same sort of thing with my dad he'll say something and then I'll be like absolutely not and then later on I'll think maybe yeah. like I should have thought about maybe I should think about it yeah, yeah. like there's normally like at least something that's triggering you yeah but I I just think do you know what it is I how shit my life would be now if I didn't pull up my big girl pants and 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 start doing what I what I wanted to learn how to do and ask questions and learn and take courses and have PT sessions and still have PT sessions now and still have physiotherapy sessions now. So I get better. And I don't always know what I'm doing. How do you think it feels for me when I go in the gym and I fucking bum out on a lift and everyone knows who I am in there and is looking at me and like, it's embarrassing, but you don't, that just because you feel uncomfortable sometimes doesn't mean you should never do anything. And you know what? Fine. If it dies and that's you and you're like, no, I'd rather not do it. Fine. Like I just said, we're all different. Don't fucking blame anyone else for that. Do not blame anyone else for that. If you think the gym section is Pineapple Studios or a yoga, the weightlifting section is Pineapple Studios or a weightlifting section, and you're really upset and depressed that you can't go in there and do a Britney routine or downward dog, you're a fucking moron. Sorry, I'm sorry. I know I sound like a dick, but I just don't, I don't see it. I can't wrap my head around it. It makes me really angry. (laughs) I saw a tweet the other day and it was like, um, normal people, I don't know what to do, so I'm just not going to do it. And then it was like, and this can apply to anything, right? It said entrepreneurs, but it could just be, in my opinion, just like successful people. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to try and then I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And like someone commented on that being like, 
not knowing has never stopped me doing anything. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Like that. And people always like, oh, what's the secret to success? Oh, it must be something other people don't know. I'm like, no, 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 it's that. It's like, oh, I didn't know how to lift weights yet. So I'm going to learn how to lift weights instead of saying, I don't know how to lift weights yet. So I'm not going to go. That's the difference. And that's, but like I say, fine, if you're that person and that's you, that's fine. But I think it's incredibly disrespectful and like, downright like out of order to blame other people for you being like that because I didn't say you're not welcome in the gym if you I don't know something massively generalistic it's like like I just said don't take a boombox into a library don't do a fucking dance in the middle of the gym like it's not there's nothing offensive in that and if you're offended and now I'm offended that you try to make me feel like I was being offensive mm. Right. Okay. So there's just a million people on the live saying that you're amazing and they agree with the post. And then also, um, Lou is asking, Chloe, really loved your eating for results cookbook. Are you planning to do another one? Yes. <laughs> I was halfway through writing another book and then we had to scrap it. And now I have to do another one. Um, it won't be specifically a cookbook, but it will have recipes in it okay oh my god sorry um sam's just saying you would all love finland they are obsessed with following rules here so no one pisses about in the wrong places in the gym it's such a joy like that in japan but japan went too far like they won't let you into a gym if you have tattoos and i was like how do i hide this oh my god um uh I'm not going to read all these out because I'm aware that we should probably get some questions, but it's just a lot of people agreeing. Uh, I was going to ask you if you had any pushback because often if I say something or do something that one of our clients doesn't agree with, they'll go to Emma and I was actually going to, I forgot to ask you, like, have you had I'm any- I'm not open. I've got about like 40 DMs <laughs> open, so we'll soon see. No, I don't think so. I don't think there's anything. It's It looks to me like someone's decided they want to be offended and so they've purposely misinterpreted it. or like to be completely fair it does like you could say that that is judging someone else in the gym no 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 it's a designated area no no like it's I I agree with your point like judging isn't always bad but it is technically like you're judging what they're doing because they're doing the wrong thing in the wrong area right but they'll just be like oh I could call this out so if I go and take all my fucking weights and shit or just like, I don't know, my bikini and into the spin studio and say, I'm not going to spin today, but I'm just going to do my own thing in here. I'm like, don't stop judging me. Just let me live my life. I'm not saying the judgment. Get out the fucking spin studio. Yeah, you would be judged, right? Oh my God, it's pathetic. I'm sorry. You know what does surprise me is that like the balls of, actually, no, I guess the confidence doesn't surprise me. But, you know, and you sometimes see like a bodybuilder just go into like, or worse than that, sometimes they'll do like a bit of a routine, like in the weight section. That's also unacceptable, by the way. What do you mean? You, what have you never seen a bodybuilder kind of like get like do a bit of their like quarter turns and oh, like posing? Yeah, like in the middle of the weights area. I'm like, come on, come on. I don't mind a little check. I don't yeah, mind like a little check. It's okay, but like a not a posing routine. No, that's why they rent studios for that shit. Again, not appropriate. Um. Um, okay. Do you want me to read these out? There's a lot to go through. No, no, go for questions and I'll I'll go. I always watch the life of cut downs anyway and reply to all this stuff. 
Uh, Sarah, unfortunately, we live in a world where everyone thinks they are so fucking entitled to do whatever the hell they want and don't give a F about anyone else. Done. Well done for speaking your mind. We all love you for it. Oh, thanks. Uh, I don't know if 100% of people had disagreed with me. I still think I would have gone off on one and not. <laughs> um, Liz, as someone who is fighting constantly for equality for women in my area of work, cybersecurity, I find it really difficult to say this, but it feels like women have taken the messaging that their voice should be heard almost too far and they seem to want to voice even when the voice has no purpose and they argue almost for the sake of arguing, yeah. I think it's it's too much, like, less of the voice, I love that comment, less of the, you shouldn't have, it's more of the, like, you're oppressed, speak up. Just because you don't like something all the time, that doesn't mean you're being oppressed. Yeah, I also think there's a point, like, this came up a few times on the weekend, of, like, different areas for different things. So there was a bit of... um an interesting point which I think has merit but I think the opposite has merit too of like the fact that some of the like for, I think it was speaking about high rocks really like high rocks is not accessible right because it's one standard like if you were just coming in to the fitness industry or you have a lot of body fat or something it might be actually really freaking like an impossible task at the fitness level that you're at right so it's not accessible but then I'm almost like but it's meant to be elite sport oh was this Ben's thing is fitness accessible no it was I was I didn't actually see that panel but it came up on my panel as well and I thought it's such a good point like should there be a like a lower barrier to entry then I thought it's probably also supply and demand like do really unfit people I mean I I don't think I could do high rocks I'm just just like but as an example like do really unfit people really want to compete in a fitness competition and like, would there be the demand for that if it was there? Is that a reason that it's not there? Because I'm willing to bet they'd like to make the money from it. Like if there was one that was like a lower tier, like, I don't know. We have categories for reasons. Do you know what I mean? Like we, like, like I say, you have weightlifting for people who like weightlifting. You have a spin class studio over there. You've got a blaze at David Lloyd studio. You've got yoga, you've got Pilates, you've got tennis courts, you've got rugby pitches. It's not one size fits all. And just one more on this. If I were to go onto a fucking rugby pitch and start playing tennis, you better believe I'd be fucking frog marched off there. There's That's nothing, a very good point. Yeah, there's nothing necessarily wrong with doing your own thing and and enjoying it. This is what I mean. Why do you then have to turn around and point fingers at everybody else because you're not choosing to do their thing? You're an adult. You're a grown up. Take it on or don't take it on. It's not. It's not anyone else's problem. I agree. I completely agree with you. Supply and demand. Um, okay, Jackie. Hi, ladies. Just a question on exercise. Okay with you if I do full body three times a week or should I mix it up with push-pull leg sessions too? Um, I'd stick to one. And if you're doing... Uh, no, okay. If you're doing the gym workouts, do push-pull legs. Because my full body is more of a bonus thing. It's not very comprehensive if you were just doing that three times a week I'd rather you did push pull legs which is very comprehensive okay nothing to add Um, Lauren after being here for actual years I should know this but can you just explain volume when lifting and why it's important I've gotten myself confused yeah you're confused because different people use different terminology for different reasons so technical technically the accurate we were actually didn't emma you just used this as an example just before we came live didn't we um mm. technically volume is weight 
times sets times reps, sets times reps times weight, whatever. It doesn't um, matter. It's just I know it doesn't matter, does it? Um, yeah, so that's what the technical meaning is. Now, often you'll find that bodybuilders and powerlifters will set up um, intensity, which is weight lifted, uh, separate, sorry, intensity, which is weight lifted. Um, and I do this too, to be honest, uh, often um, with volume as in sets and reps, just to distinguish between the two, as opposed to the whole thing combined. However, the whole thing combined is volume, sets times reps times weight. Um, so, so yeah, that, I hope that clears it up. Is that not clear it up? I'm trying to, is just, she mean terminology or I is think she? She also wants to know why it's important. So the reason that it's important is because it, the research shows that it's the most important thing for hypertrophy. So what people got a bit confused over or what was always the debate questions we used to get all the time, should I lift heavy? for lower reps or should I lift high reps with a lower weight what's gonna and then people were like one of them's toning and one of them will make you bulky <laughs> blah, 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 blah. like it doesn't really work like that and what's really interesting is the research shows that to a large extent and we're talking up to about 20 to 30 reps as long as the volume is matched yeah it doesn't matter if you're doing 10 heavy reps or 30 lighter reps as long as the volume is matched and on top of that, as long as you're reaching failure as well. Yeah. So the reason that you need to reach failure is that you're going to recruit more of your larger muscle um, motor units, which means you're recruiting more of your total muscle mass in order to lift the weight, which means you're stimulating more of it, which means that more of it's going to adapt and grow. That's basically the consensus of it. Now, the reason in my head that people use like a, a quote unquote hypertrophy rep range of like eight to 12 reps is if you've ever tried to create the same volume lifting 30 reps compared to lifting 10 reps, you'll find it's way harder both mentally and physically to do the 30 reps. As an example, like say you were doing squats or something, you had to do, oh, I'm so bad at maths, this is going to be embarrassing, but like what would be the, what, 30 with like three kilograms versus 10 with 30 kilograms? Is that right? Yeah. Then like it would, I would much rather do 10 with 30 kilograms, right? And then you've got to think there are some slight adaptations as you start to do more and more reps, you're getting more like glycolytic and endurance type adaptations and you're probably gonna be accumulating some lactate. And so you need to also consider like the specificity of your training. So if you wanna get strong, then trying to like build strength by doing high reps wouldn't work you want to have lower reps for that but then if it's simply hypertrophy there is proof you can do it either way but the probably the easiest way to create that volume is in a roughly eight to twelve rep range yeah I think also just points to add on that is that so really I think there's really only two really big studies on this one's Brad Schoenfeld and one's is it Mangine is that the study oh um I'm pretty sure it is yeah and and Essentially, Brad Schoenfeld showed, as Emma said, that there was better kind of hyper, hypertrophic responses um, in a six to 30 rep range hitting failure um, than outside of it. Um, but then there was another, there was a, a secondary study that came out later, which is Mangene, and that showed like, like a, a four, a four rep range, but the, a four, uh, yeah, four, four rep range, but the, 
rest period was a lot longer than the rest period that Brad Schoenfeld had studied, but it showed that it had just as much hypertrophic effect uh, of four as doing a 10, a rep range of 10, three of four, then three of 10. Yeah, that was it. Um, but the, the but the rest period was longer. So it's really interesting when you when you when you look at it, and Emma's right, it really, I think how I think what your sets and reps range is should really depend on the exercise that you're choosing to do. So if you're choosing to do a big compound lift, like a squat or a deadlift, your rate of perceived exertion, if you're going to try and get to failure at 30 reps, is gonna go through the fucking roof. And you might not actually have hit that kind of metabolic stress that is is real actual failure at the right time whereas if you go lower rep ranges there is you know one study or two studies to show that lower rep why are you laughing not like that just um that a lower rep range um is also going to impede on hypertrophy that is debated but still so what you kind of want to do is you want to hit a sweet spot of hitting failure in let's say an eight to ten or a six to eight rep range with a really heavy weight um for a squat and make sure that you really do hit failure that's what you would want now when you're talking about like a smaller muscle group like a tricep or a shoulder for example or a delt you have to be aware that you already can't generate that much force because these muscles are really, really tiny. So aiming to increase the load via weight over time is highly unlikely. You're going to find that you hit your strength capacity, for me as a girl, really in the four, eight, six kg rep range. So the idea that you're going to increase volume over time and progressive overload over time by adding weight is not going to happen so instead with those exercises with the smaller muscle groups that generate less force you would probably rather stick to a certain weight and increase progressive overload over time via sets and reps um so it really depends on the exercise you choose for a multitude of reasons um and i can't think of any other caveats to add your, Why shoulders, your shoulders look great thanks babe why were you laughing <laughs> someone, someone just texted me saying that they went to a house and there was like a load of feral cats and she was like she was like why have you got these cats and she said they were <laughs> that they're working cats what in what way do they work i just want to see what she said back what do you mean text you do you mean commented no 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 my whatsapp's attached to the laptop <laughs> oh my god i love this um so why? Why all the cats? Uh, <laughs> she's I was like, what's the job? She's like killing mice. <laughs> oh, fine. Fair enough. But, yeah, okay. I, I was like, what could cats possibly be doing? Um, okay, Kerry. Remember when you could read something that you maybe disagreed with, but would just turn the page and move on with your life rather than engaging in an argument? Ah, oh, the days. <laughs> yeah I don't really remember that actually <laughs> you know what then but but the thing is the thing that pisses me off you can't disagree with it in my opinion you just can't disagree like it is what it is like it, it's not just it's just not what you do there that you just can't disagree with it so I'm like okay I just kind of want to say to everyone okay everyone the floodgates are fucking open go in there how many of you are going to get knocked out this week by someone a fair few and how many of you are going to break something? A fair few. It's a rule for a reason. I don't even, like, this is the thing when people are like, oh, everyone's so perpetual. I'm like, there's nothing to be offended by. There's just nothing. Like, it's just, 
this is what I mean. This is when I'm just like, I can't, this is why I get so wound up. Cause I'm like, it's just wrong. It's just wrong to be pissed off about that. Agree. Okay. Um, hello, my first live. I'm off to Singapore on Wednesday for 11 days. Should I even try to track or just try and be mindful and get lots of protein and fruit and veg, et cetera, in alongside the champagne? I'll be doing lots of steps and we'll have access to the gym. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Perfect. Um, Lauren, excellent. Thank you. Volume makes sense now. Get ready for me to ask again in about six months when I've forgotten. That's what we're here for. Um, Samantha, I did the gym pull this morning, but I had a quick question. On the V-bar pull down, you say, really feel those lats. <laughs> where are my lats and where should I be feeling it? So Chloe, turn around. I don't have any lats. <laughs> like the bit, your big back muscles. So, yeah. Um, how would I describe them? There, yeah, there. Your wings. Mm, your wings. Yeah. That's where you want to. <laughs> that's where you want to feel them. Um, <laughs> can I squeeze that? So you you kind of want to, uh, like I said, imagine you pull pull your uh, elbows coming down, almost like circular into your into your waist, and then again, imagine like you've got two oranges and here. They're doing, they're doing viva. Oh right, okay. Uh, so, oh, what's a good analogy? I don't know. You'll feel your lats. Like, I just make sure you're you're doing it. When I say like try and feel the muscle, like do it slowly. Concentrate on the muscle that you're actually trying to work. Don't swing it up and down. Don't use momentum. Don't get like too. I'd rather both me and your muscles and your results would rather that you slowly lifted a lighter weight and actually contracted the muscles that you want to work versus what you see a lot of the time on like that pulls is like swinging back and forward and like not really engaging the muscles that you want to engage think of it like um two diagonal oh like a backpack you know when you like do a backpack and it goes and the handles go up Think of that coming kind of down and out as you pull down, attached to your wings. That'll do it. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Tamsin, back from four days away with my girlfriends in Spain, had a lovely time and was mindful and active, but did enjoy food and cocktails too. The scales were up 2.7 kilograms, but since the weigh-in on Saturday, the scales have already gone down by 1.2. Just goes to show that it wasn't all fat. So back to it today and confident the rest will drop off soon. We'll post beautiful pics of Mallorca soon. Yeah, it's only Monday. Like, yeah, that, yeah. that was, I imagine by the end of the week, you'll be back to what you were before. I agree. And yes, I need, I'm going to Mallorca for the first time in June and I just don't know. So I, I need, we need to have a conversation. Oh, oh I think I've been. Yeah, mm -hmm. I have. Mm -hmm. And he went for like a wedding for like one day once and stayed in a really shit hotel in a really shit area. And I was like, I thought Mallorca was meant to be like the tips. But then everyone I've spoken to is like, you've got really unlucky because that's not normal. Like, yeah, it, when I went, this sounds so wanky, but it was like the only, do you know the modeling agency W Athletic? Yes. Yeah, so I worked with them for like, I don't know, a couple of months. And then I just stopped going, turning up to shoot. So they were like, you can't stay. 
Anyway, well, you, they got me booked on shoots and then just didn't go. No, it was like the what do you call it beforehand? The casting. I was like, I'm okay. not going to the casting. That seems like a waste of time. <laughs> And rightly so, probably. But anyway, I got like one or two shoots and two of them were in Mallorca and it was freaking amazing. But the coolest part was we'd like meet at like five in the morning because they wanted a shot of the sunrise at the top of this amazing mountain and stuff. So you got to see like the most amazing places. And all I had to do was like run the same 10 meters 50 times while they're trying to take pictures of the shoes. I don't understand why you stopped doing that you do know that as any kind of model or actress you have to go to auditions or tv present i never went to any so you gave up these trips getting paid to go on these trips i know but most of it seemed a bit wasn't really for me yeah anyway um samantha thanks for the demo should i do the booty dance rest between sessions yes um okay also my regular gym doesn't have an abductor machine are side lunches lunges holding away a good alternative or is there anything else you'd suggest i really like banded crab walks thank you agree yeah side lunges really hard in terms of flexibility range of motion feeling it where you really should be feeling it like i think a lot of clients struggle with them historically yeah um okay Kerry where exactly do you think physiologically the insatiable cravings come from the day before one's time of the month I was trying to locate it yesterday and couldn't and was really trying to sit with the sluggish feeling of hunger but it felt so uncontrollable um different person today though hormones it's hormonal shifts they will absolutely you know Kerry you know you've been pregnant twice they really mess with your appetite and also the fact that genuinely your thermogenesis does ramp up and that will have a knock-on effect on your hunger cues um yeah and it's also it's it's physical stress you don't sleep properly when you're on your period as well there's like it's like a perfect melting pot of like fuck I just want to eat everything I'm coming on to me and carrier in sync we're always in sync I'm coming on too and I have wanted to eat everything today I ate half my calories for the day at lunch and now I just have to sit here patiently waiting for dinner which isn't me like I like to eat frequently throughout the day so yeah I feel the same today not I'm not um coming on my period but you know when you just haven't slept very well for like a few nights I'm so unbelievably hungry you have like, any gossip from Manchester Manchester um not really. There was an interesting women's health panel at the end that like was interesting because I didn't like I mean, and I didn't really agree with some of the stuff that was being said. But w- what was quite hard is like on a panel, you don't want to be like you don't call anyone out. So that's not true. <laughs> or like you don't need to worry about that. But I guess what's hard as well is you you don't realize the impact that you're potentially having on the audience. So like then I went to the bathroom afterwards and some girl came up to me and was like, oh my God, I'm on the hormonal contraceptive. Like, have I messed up my bone mineral density? Like, I'm really worried about this now. And I was like, no, 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 you haven't. Don't worry. Like, but a lot of it, like a few people were quite like anti-contraception, like taking hormonal contraception. And it was just like, yeah, it was just quite a hard thing. And, and 
you can always say like I completely fully respect your opinion and your stance on it but for me personally and the research that I've done here are the conclusions that I drew and here's why and that's not offensive but that's not taking anyone on it's just your stance on it you know yeah except that like there's a lot of people on the path like yeah it's just hard isn't it like to get your point in without also being like dismissive but then also it kind of created a good debate so maybe it was good I I think you just worry about what people are hearing reminded me a little bit about like when people like when the BBC get on people and they're like well if we're having a vaccine expert we should also have an anti-vaxxer and you're like right but you're now putting them at the same level when this person studied for 40 odd years and is the top of their like expertise and this person's like a twitter conspiracy theorist like that's not the same it's an it's an offcom regulation they have to it's but it, but i wish oh but you wish it wasn't yeah i know yeah, dad I... could you try again sometimes siri i don't know how to turn that off odie's so riveted by siri when it's, so i put on like music when i feed her she just like sits there staring at the, the speaker in the kitchen, like mouth open. I'm like, I think she fancies Siri. <laughs> I was like that when it first was a thing. She's so cute, honestly. Um, okay. The point I would make, uh, Carrie, is that you've said here you feel like a completely different person today. So I think you're right to kind of sit with it when it's like that. Like what what would have been the benefit of giving into that? Like you probably, no matter what you ate, would have felt insanely hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Tamsin. We were in North Miorca, very sleepy in May, but so beautiful, amazing cliffs and such talk talk. Turquoise, 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 blue sea, and delicious food, especially the salads and paella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't paella in North Mallorca though? And isn't that like the fanciest, fanciest, fancy pants area of all? I mean, I, d- I really don't know anything about Mallorca. I'm just throwing weird sentences out there. Uh, Lisa, I ate out a lot last week, but sucked my calories and workouts. My weight is back up to the starting weight. I'm hoping this is water retention due to the higher salt food rather than actual fat. What's your thoughts, please? It will definitely be food volume or water retention. Some of it might be fat. And that's because even like, even if you did stick perfectly to what you thought the calories were, often that's not what the calories are. Like, even as an example, like if you go to Nando's now and again, you get a Nando's and you're like, oh, a bit like stingy on the chips or like, oh, that's like the smallest piece of chicken I've ever seen. And other days you're like, wow, that portion seems massive. How often do you go to Nando's? <laughs> Never now that I don't eat meat. But um, but like as an example, like, you know, something that's meant to be quite generic and something that tends to have all the calories on the menus, like it still is allowed to be up to, I think, 30% out in, in restaurants. So saying that, even if you ate 30% more than what you um, than what you plan to in your deficit, the likelihood is you'd be just over maintenance. So it's unlikely that you would have stored very much body fat, not enough body fat for it to actually be like anything significant on the scales. So just be aware of that. Like if you are eating out that what they say is quite a rough estimate and often the chefs are like well we want to make this tasty and nice and like enough portion size that so that people actually want to come back so they don't know 
if um, they usually play the game more swaying towards increasing the calories a little bit? 100% you you go to, I don't know, Chipotle, as I call it, and you it depends on who's putting the guacamole on the burrito that day. You get someone who does like the standard size they've been taught or less because they're not paying attention or whatever. And then you get someone who's like, rah, 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 rah. and then there you go, bang, 250 calories more than what the restaurant says it is. So I was behind someone in the subway. This must have been like a year ago, but it totally stuck with me for so long because I would just never even consider doing this. But you know how they'll take like a foot long? Yeah. I'll cut it in half because you want a six inch. He was like, that's absolutely not six inches look that's nowhere near half right and it, obviously like maybe it was like slightly out but like you can't be that far out just get a foot long if you're that obsessed with it <laughs> no, I was like who on earth would do that but he was like really rude about it as well I was thinking this poor lady just works in subway trying to make you a sandwich and you're like I hate I hate rude people it's my absolute, maybe this is again where like it really winds me up on social media because I think people think that the way that they talk to you doesn't matter. On you know what it's like? It's like road rage yeah. where someone cuts you off and people will be like in their car, you fucking bitch, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you would never say that. Like ever in like any other situations. It's completely inappropriate. If someone like cut you off on the street, you wouldn't be like, you fucking bitch. Isn't it crazy? Like I, and then my fault is that I'm then I'm if I get baited, I'm off. Like I'm off, and I'll. Hey, I'll yeah. down. But I'm like, but I would never just write on someone's post. Like I would just never do that. I I can't. I just think it's such a strange phenomenon of human behavior, and I hate rudeness. I really do. Like the amount of people. I just honestly, I. I, I never expected you to have this. I thought better of you. I'm like, don't talk to me like that. Don't fucking message me. If you thought better of me, fantastic. Now you know the real me. <gasps> Unfollow me and fuck off. Like, I don't need to know. Like, don't talk to me like that. You're not entitled to do that. Social media is a luxury. You have direct access to friends, family, and also people who you look up to or celebrities or directors, artists, whatever. I don't fucking care. It's so presumptuous to think that it's okay for you to set bombard people with hateful messages like it just really bothers me I'm like stop stop it or even just like I expected more of you I'm like you don't know me yeah you don't know me what do you expect from me uh okay um Anki Emma would love to know your highlights from Fit Expo um I mean I always just really love hanging around with some of my fave people such as Dan, Mike, uh, Jordan Syatt's really nice, Sophia, Amelia, obviously. Like, yeah, it's just nice to like hang out and all go for dinner and stuff. But the talks, the talks were actually really good. They were all like kind of roundtable discussions, which was a bit different than just hearing someone give a presentation. Uh, we did one in the morning on business stuff and then a couple on like more nutrition and what was interesting <laughs> it was great what was interesting I just mean like it, I have the same discussions quite a lot of the time like a lot, yeah um and also what's quite hard because you can't really hear that much of what the people on the stage are saying because all the sound is going out of the stage so I was like 
like I hosted one of them and I was like nodding along like oh what a great point yeah and then I wasn't sure like one of the women was like I couldn't totally hear her and then I thought that she said that she was non-binary but I wasn't really sure and then she started talking about how um men aren't allowed to be men anymore which wasn't really related to the question <laughs> at all and then I was like I don't know if I'm actually hearing what she's saying just sort of change the subject did you give the them feedback that you couldn't hear and that next time yeah. you would because yeah. you either need back speakers or you need it like you can't do that you need back speakers for sure that was funny like um one of our clients who I met who's so lovely shared in the group about um that she her sister thought that I'd called someone a moron but I said that what they said was an oxymoron <laughs> yeah no that's Emma would... Emma just called someone a moron <laughs> that's my speed that's not Emma's speed um but it was so nice meeting them and actually really good example of improved relationship with food that they, they said that two beautiful sisters went round um the expo and normally she would have either had no donuts at all or eaten like a whole box of donuts and she was like we just shared one and it was amazing and I'm like that that is such a good example of like your relationship with food is now it's, it's incredible isn't it honestly I'm so proud of our clients but I've, I've talked about this so many times before I just, like I said, I remember it happening for me. I know what a huge defining moment it is in terms of your relationship with food. When all of a sudden you're like, I ate half my cheeseburger and then I stopped because I was really full. And it's like, oh my God. Like that to me is just such an accomplishment. And in a, in a society where we're taught to either perpetually diet or eat our feelings, it's just such a huge win. And I just love it. I'm so proud of our clients. And it's so hard when you're a woman as well. You know, it's so much easier when you're a man. You have so much more flexibility with calorie intake. For women, it's hard. You know, we even balance. And even if you're not dieting, even if you're not in a fatless phase, just maintenance, like in our food environment, pretty low calorie. Like it's difficult to figure it out and it takes time. And I'm just so proud of all of you who do that work. Especially how calorie dense things are. Like if you're like, oh yeah, I really want to try that like deep fried donut thing. It's like, cool, well, can't eat for the rest of the day <laughs> if you want to stay within your calories like it is freaking hard and that's why I sometimes think we've spoken about this before but they there used to be this trend for like male PTs really like oh it's fine look at what I'm eating today like I'm fitting in this and this and I had McDonald's for lunch and that's fine because it's within my calories it's like yeah try that as like a not six foot tall woman who does 20,000 steps a day and come back to me like if you're trying to stick to relatively low calories because that's the amount that you expend yeah to be more aware of your food choices and you can see that as like victim mentality or you can just be like that's life I'm gonna accept how it is and I'm gonna try and largely eat whole foods and by the way your health will massively thank you for that as well yeah but it's true and it is that's what I mean by the food environment like I remember the first time I ever went into like a slight targeted surplus I think I was somewhere in the region of 2200 calories the first like three days blew my calories every day at lunch just by having a bowl of pasta like that like that was the base of my protein for lunch because I was muscle building and I thought I could I was like this is a fucking joke like and you know and then James is sat there and it's like huh there's whole Domino's pizza fit into my calories today and I'm like okay so that's what I mean it's so commendable and and that is also why and I you know I'm not as I'm sure you've all guessed 
I love coaching men and women, but there is something to be said for women specifically who manage to get a really nice handle on their mental and physical relationship with food. It's harder for us. It's harder for us in a number sense. It's harder for us in a societal headspace sense. And it, it is something that you should all be extremely proud of, of conquering. Agree. Okay, Charlie, up every 40 minutes last night with sick kids and could eat anything in my path today. To make it worse, I went to the best cafe in town while working and not having cake was killer. Instead, I had an omelette and left the chop uh, and left with my chocolate protein bar as a compromise. Hey, that's a massive win. Yeah. I love an omelette. Mm. Yeah. Um, next time just ask if they do like any, like, you know, weirdly, and I really like this, but I do find it odd, but I like it. A lot of people do like broccoli in the omelettes and stuff now. I guess because they make like frittatas and stuff. But just data, just be like, um, is there any chance I can get like a nice big bowl of like veg or whatever? So with your omelette, you're also getting in that fiber. It'll really help, especially something cruciferous like a broccoli or a cauliflower or a kale or it'll really help with that. Sorry, do you have a side of cruciferous vegetables? <laughs> like cruciferous what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But that was me today at David Lloyd. I had lunch. I ordered a chicken salad and oh Sorry, you salad with this chicken. Then they're so stingy with their yeah, family. Like, I was like, this is, I'm going to be hungry. That's why I then had my protein bar that was in my bag right after. I had like 49 grams of protein at lunch. Oh my and, gosh. No, but that's why, thank God I just had a massive session. But that's why I went over calories because I was like, well, I'm not, now I was up, I'm struggling with period and body and everything as well. And I'm definitely just a single parent now. Oh God, and it's going to be this way the whole summer. I'll be down soon. I know you will. I'm excited for that. Okay. Shama, how much attention should I pay to heart rate? My resting heart rate is between 45 and 50. I can be dying in a workout, unable to speak, but a tracker will always say I have never reached a heart rate to burn maximum energy. Um, I've seen so many people say trackers underestimate calories burned, but mine are always super low according to Apple Watch, Peloton, or my zone belt. Um, Honestly, I probably wouldn't read into it too much. I'd like to know what your maximal heart rate is that you're reaching. But I mean, resting heart rate of 45 to 50 is freaking awesome. It means you're very fit. Um, mm. Unless you're also on beta blockers or something, which I'm assuming you're not because you hopefully would have said that. But that's just something I always like to caveat. Um, but apart from that, like that's a pretty great resting heart rate. What's important to note Although like some people see this as negative, but the fitter you are, the less calories you will burn doing anything. So like it's going to be easier for, for you to do anything. So if you're quite a small woman, i.e. you're not carrying around that much extra weight and you're very fit, which actually is another way of saying you're very efficient, you're very good at utilizing energy to get or utilizing calories to produce energy um, and an energy output, then actually you will burn less calories doing anything, right? As a like example of this, Paul Radcliffe would burn less calories running a 5K at the same speed as me because she's fitter. And it would be like piss for her at my maximal 5K speed. So the same is kind of true and translatable to like any level of exercise. Yeah, I would also say I, I wouldn't trust monitors unless it's a heart rate monitor to even accurately determine your heart rate let alone your calories 
the best thing you want to do if you do want to determine it is to do it manually. Just put your fingers here and watch the clock or your or phone time or whatever. Count how many beats and watch it for six seconds. Times it by 10 and that's your resting heart rate. And then let's just say you've just done a ball to the wall sprint on the treadmill <laughs> doing the Terminator run. Um, and then obviously you stop and you can count it like that. That's going to be much more accurate. Now, you might find that it does correlate with your watch. You, you, you might find that it doesn't. You definitely, and as Emma just said, it's definitely not going to be able to accurately predict how many calories you're burning because it's different for everyone. Um, so that's a really good point. And the last point that I would ask you is why do you care what your heart rate zone is? You know, just give yourself, we always talk about this, give yourself these kind of in the beginning, easy, low hanging fruit, tickable targets. So I love doing hit, right? For example, I love doing hit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do, you know, a half an hour weightlifting session every other day, followed by a 20 minute, you know, I don't know, running on the treadmill or cross trainer or whatever the fuck I'm going to do um, for 20 minutes. Um, and I'm going to aim to either have it on a higher resistance or do it faster or feel like there's so many other me um, variables to measure other than heart rate. Um, unless, unless, caveat to all of this, you really are an endurance athlete or really any kind of athlete, in which case it's probably the best metric to go by. But I just don't think it's something that you guys need to be truly, truly worried about. Yeah, she's just said that her max heart rate is 165. If that's while exercising, that's pretty high. That's What's fine. your age? Yeah, I just asked her her age. I don't know. But even that is very, very crude. Like, no one really knows where that um, calculation came from. Like, it's not particularly research-backed. It's just, like, a vague 220 minus your age is, like, pretty vague. Um, okay, right, let's do a few more, and then we can wrap up until Friday. Uh, We're moving it to Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Wednesday, sorry. Oh, yeah. I haven't put it in the group yet, so I will. Um, please can I ask I'm a beginner trying to get to grips with it all please can I ask if I'm right that I pick a starting calorie number and just go and see how it works for me I was a little confused mine is for weight loss thanks so watch the welcome live or the the intro video because we've set your initial calorie target so it's not just pick a random one it's pick the one we've set you and then monitor and adapt. And if we do need to change that, we will. This is the thing so many people get hung up on is like, you don't need anything more specific than that. The specificity comes in as you adapt based on the results that you're getting. So all you need to start with is a sensible start number, which we've given you, depending on your goals and your current weight and your current activity levels. And then from there, if needed, we will make changes. The likelihood is like a lot of people start and finish their diet on the same calories. The first ones that we ever gave them, they don't need to change it. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. But if you get stuck, just tag us. Cause yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Emma, I was reflecting on my holiday and I only gained three pounds. I was worried it would be more, but actually I kept not finishing food when I was full rather than obligating to happy with that yeah. massive win. Um, it took me, this is Anki, it took me years to get over FOMO of how little I can eat compared to my husband and learn how to eat my cake and have it too. Um, 
Okay, Kanchan. Hey babes, just catching the end of the live, just to say I love this group and you both. First therapy session done in over three years. The support from EC has been life-changing. It's not just benching and bicep goals. Oh, I'm very proud of you. I okay. feel too, by the way. I feel it with our clients. I feel like it's, I love it. It's so important. Like, I think it's such a safe space and it's just so nice to have that cushioning. It feels like cushioning. Um, Shama, I'm 37. Heart rate definitely correct. As my midwife once commented, she could make a cup of tea between my heartbeats. Blood pressure is also low. Not sure if related. Yeah, that's not, I, I mean, I, it's low but it's not dangerously low and it might just mean that you're fit yeah yeah you're well fit in it my okay. resting heart rate is like 60 to 70 <laughs> yeah, so it's mine not great until that weird point where like it suddenly went to like 33 and then I was like what the fuck's going on uh okay guys uh love you we'll see you on Wednesday I'll post the time after this love you bye